Hey everybody, welcome to the Downtown Community Church Podcast. I'm your host and executive pastor, William Colley, and I'm here with your lead pastor, Benjamin Kempfer. How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic, having a wonderful Christmas break, have lots of kid time and family time, and William left out of his title. He's executive pastor, he's discipleship pastor, and he's worship pastor all at the same time. So it's I'm a little quite literally your co-host in pretty much everything that happens at this church <laughs> besides preaching and teaching. False, but executive kind of like covers it all. <laughs> So, um, awesome. Well, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad we're here today. And so what we're doing is actually, we're not having church today, um, which is, um, something we do every year. The last Sunday of the year we take off. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason we do that is just, uh, to really give our leaders and our volunteers, uh, we have such an awesome group of people that pour, uh, their energy and their time into playing every Sunday. So we love to just kind of take that last Sunday of the year off, um, and have a season of rest. Um, you know, it's, holidays is busy lots going on um and so you know for us and for everybody that's helping out um you know just kind of take a step back and to um, hang out with the family a little bit yeah and if you're listening to this and you are a volunteer we want to first and foremost say thank you you do a fantastic job Uh, everybody from uh, well there's volunteers really throughout the week uh, but today specifically uh, on a sunday is thanks so much to all the people who volunteer in the parking lot team uh, Mm -hmm. as greeters as people or folks are walking up Uh, as coffee bar, connections desk, first-time guest, all of our kids' ministry and families' ministry. And we want to say a special thank you to you guys who volunteered on Christmas Eve. We had one service, which meant that you sacrificed your Christmas Eve service, and that is not something to be understated, and we're very thankful for that. And so it just is for our entire church an opportunity to rest. Yeah. Take a breath for a Sunday and recharge a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking that we should do today is really just talk about this idea of rest. Um, biblically speaking, you know, or you know, what does the Bible kind of say about rest? Yeah, it's a good question. And the funny thing is, is uh, it's not something that we necessarily do often, I yeah. think, and especially in a culture like we have, it's, you know, productive, productive, productive. Um, but uh, the Bible doesn't talk specifically uh, as much about the word rest, um, because they had a calendared rest, so they didn't necessarily have to talk about rest. And so uh, when we think rest, what they would have said was Sabbath. So for us, what is normally a uh, an idea or something, hey, be mindful of, make sure you're resting, um, for them, again, it was a calendar. It was every seventh day they had a Sabbath day's rest. Hmm. That's, that's interesting. So uh, Sabbath uh, was actually what they... what they defined as rest. That's right. Um, and so this regularly scheduled rest, um, you know, probably the most common place that you hear about the Sabbath is, uh, in the 10 commandments. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, I guess kind of talking a little bit about that, like, what do you, what is the Sabbath? Like, you know, biblically speaking, you know, when you look at the old Testament, um, what, what would they do on the Sabbath? Yeah, it's a good question. And before we get to it, I should kind of tease this out for a little bit. The reason I think that we don't take Sabbath very often uh, is because life is just so busy. There's so many things going on. There's responsibilities, there's jobs, there's work, there's churches, there's kids, there's, you know, everybody's life is different and everybody's life gets busy. One of the things you'll notice is that I haven't met someone who I didn't say, hey, how are things? And and almost every time it's all good, busy, you know, and and it's almost like at this point, default. yeah, everybody's busy. So nobody's busy, but really everybody is busy. Um, And so it makes it a little bit difficult to talk about. Um, What's interesting, though, and the reason I bring that up is because 
that is the context that Sabbath was brought into. If you Hmm. are familiar with the story of the nation of Israel, uh, there's a leader named Moses who, for generations, the nation of Israel had been enslaved in Egyptian bondage and slavery, and they worked seven days a week. Your worth was based off of your, basically, ability to be a productive bricklayer. They would have all of these um, monuments and statues and buildings that they would create, and the more bricks you were able to put up, the more you were worth, the more that you were valued, the less, the less valuable you were, and you did that seven days a week. And for generations, that was how they knew and what they knew about being productive. Um, So then Moses comes along, and through obviously God. He yeah. leads the nation out um, to Mount Sinai where God gives the Ten Commandments. Um, and in those Ten Commandments, I think actually Sabbath is, is one, of the more, one of the most interesting ones, because if you think about it, we don't really argue with the rest of the Ten Commandments. We don't we would say that they're yeah. good things, you know, things that, okay, yeah, for sure, like don't commit murder, don't yeah, commit yeah. adultery, don't have any other gods before me. Um, <laughs> but if you try to talk to somebody into saying, hey, for an entire day, don't do anything productive. Don't do any work. Just rest. <laughs> and the pushback would be, you don't understand my life. You know, that, that's how I feel about Chick-fil-A. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you guys take a, you guys take a day off and you don't understand my life. I need, I need some Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I need you guys to be open for me to rest. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's probably true. Um, anyways, so, so what happens is, is God leads them out of the nation of, uh, out of Egyptian uh, slavery uh, to Sinai, hands down these Ten Commandments. And one of them, you know, and you can read this in, in the Bible in Exodus uh, chapter 20, uh, he says this in, in verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath day, as a Sabbath to the Lord your God. And on it you shall not do any work, you or your sons, your daughters, your male servants, your female servants, your livestock, so even the animals couldn't do it, um, or the sojourner who is within your camp. So what's interesting is he really says, hey, don't do anything. And that's real difficult for us because for us that is, you know, it seems like, oh, my gosh, again, I have so much stuff to do. Now, what's really important here is why. The reason why he said that was because for the nation of Israel, they defined their value and their worth by their ability to be productive. (laughs) Is there any stronger of a parallel through what we go through today? Right. That our value and worth is determined by our ability to be productive. And God stepped in the middle of that and said, not with my people. My people are going to be defined by their ability to be and have worth through me. They're going to be defined by me, by the value that they have as my followers, of my people, as my nation, Um, not by how many bricks did you lay, how many P&Ls did you go through in a day, how many, you know... uh, Patients did you see? How much money did you make? How much care did you provide in your nonprofit? How many people did you counsel? I mean, it is defined um, by Jesus himself. And Mm -hmm. and so we, uh, I think as we kind of push back against the idea of the Sabbath, the truth is, is the reason we push back is the entire reason it was instituted in the first place, because it redefines our identity and helps us to remember, ultimately, we're dependent on God. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's huge. I mean, I think... (laughs) Like you said, or it feels, especially as you get older and you add more responsibility and you add kids and jobs and things like that. It's like, man, 
there's more and more to do. And it's so easy to just find your identity and, okay, how much should I get done today? Right. You know, how much, how many things did I check off the checklist? Mm -hmm. You know, even in ministry, you know, how many, how many people did I help? You know what I mean? Or whatever it is. And, and, and so, uh, you know, kind of seeing how, uh, you know, God made this commandment saying, Hey, you need to stop. You need to take a break. Right. And, uh, so I think that's, that's, it sounds great. Mm-hmm. Right. And it sounds like, man, like, um, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but how does that play out? Like, practically speaking, <laughs> like, how are you like, so you're telling me I'm supposed to like literally just take a day and not do anything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. And it's funny just kind of to, to add one thing to what you just said is that if you think about when most people say, how is your day? We answer that through the lens of how productive was I today? For sure. You know, yeah. how was how how was work today? Oh, it was good, man. Got so got tons of stuff done. How's work today? Oh, I, I mean, my task list is out the window, <laughs> and I got so much stuff, and I barely got anything done because you know Janet or Karen came and interrupted me, or you know Billy said Janet? something. <laughs> so um, we absolutely, I think, define that way, and yeah. in, in a lot of ways too. Again, um, we become dependent on that. You know, there's this mm-hmm. dependency in our ability to produce because provides for our livelihood as it did for them. Um, so what was the question again? So my question is, um, kind of practically speaking, like, Hey, you know, here in the, in the old Testament, Jesus, mm-hmm. they, they literally didn't do anything. Jesus got in trouble for doing something on the Sabbath. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So like for us in 2018, almost or 2019, mm-hmm. as people might be listening to this next year, um, how do we take a Sabbath? Yeah. So what's interesting is Jesus did get in trouble for this, but in getting in <laughs> trouble for it, classic Jesus, um, he actually clarifies it. Yeah. Because you're right, in their day, I mean, they, because they took this and uh, a lot of the Pharisees, they would do um, this, this hyper extended version of the Sabbath where, I mean, they had just extensive laws of what you could and could not do. Uh, and one day, Jesus and his disciples, it's a Sabbath day, uh, and as they're walking, uh, they pick some grain to eat, and all of the Pharisees get really ticked off about this. Yeah. Um, and so they ask Jesus, like, basically, look, <clears throat> we're fasting. Um, John and his disciples are fasting, but here are your boys. <laughs> You're supposed <laughs> to be the son of God. Of all people, surely you know the Sabbath laws and the Sabbath rules. So why are they eating grain? Why are they picking grain on the Sabbath? Yeah. Uh, to which Jesus has a, a wonderful answer that's terribly confusing. And this is the part, <laughs> this, this is classic Jesus, right? Um, so let me read this verse to you in verse 27. I'll, I'll read 27 and 28. Where are you at right now? Uh, sorry, Mark chapter 2. Good cool, cool. Good call. <laughs> so Mark chapter 2, uh, verses 27 and 28. After he reminds them, hey, David did something similar to this. Yeah. Uh, 27, he says... Then he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the son of man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Hmm. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> like it's, that, that's one of those things where maybe you're sitting in math class and the teacher explains it and you're supposed to go, oh, and you're still going, what? Like yeah, I, that yeah. still doesn't make sense. Or in Sab- church world, you, like what I just said, you just get that. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> Which means we're all like deeply impacted, but none of us actually know what that means exactly. <laughs> So here, here's the the kind of dumbed down version of what that means, of what he was saying, that man was not made for the Sabbath, 
Um, but the Sabbath was made for man. In other words, the Sabbath was made to be a benefit to man. The Sabbath was meant mm. to be a place where the man stops, uh, man or woman, yeah. stops, rests, remembers the Lord, uh, are recharged, aren't defined by what they do, aren't defined by what they produce, but are defined by God. They connect with God. They take time. They slow down. And it's almost like in some senses a sense of maintenance. And then he says that man was not made for the Sabbath. And, and the essence of what that means is man was not made in a way that the Sabbath should be a uh, task. It wasn't made to be begrudging. It wasn't made to be this uh, sense of these are all the things you can't do and all the things you can't do. It's not, it's not a begrudging idea. Yeah. We should think of it and say, God is basically a God who says, hey, I'm pro taking a nap. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm pro taking a rest. I'm pro you recharging. Um, so in other words, don't put a thousand different things around this of what you can and can't do. The principle is, what is beneficial for you to take a day to remember the Lord, rest, and relax? Hmm. Broadly speaking, that's kind of the idea of how we integrate that. Now, in everyday life, there are tons of different ways for tons of different folks that this actually plays out and how that looks. But broadly speaking, in a principle, that's the idea. Don't get too legalistic about it. Create a thousand different rules of what you can and can't do. It's what helps you, and this is the question I would say, Yeah, what helps you to relax, rest, and remember the Lord. Hmm. Probably in the opposite order. What helps you to remember the Lord, rest, and relax? Whatever that is, do that. What doesn't help that, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and it, I kind of see it as like uh, kind of the classic Jesus oppo move that he always pulls, you mm -hmm. know, where it's kind of like, oh, in order to be the, you know, the greatest, you got to, you know, be the least of these, you know, mm -hmm. like you got to, yep. it's always like this flip. And so in our minds, we see this and we go, so we're supposed to like stop what we're doing. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm like doing a good thing here, you right, know? Right. Um, but he's saying no, like you do, like if you don't stop, like mm -hmm. it's going to end up being detrimental, right. you know? Um, so I think that's, uh, you know, I, I think it's kind of also one of those things, if you're not, if you don't practice it, it's difficult to actually uh, experience the benefits of it. Yeah. You, know? you kind of hear it and you're kind of like, Oh yeah, it kind of makes sense, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. But, um, until you actually put it into play, it's not, yeah. You're not gonna yeah. See it. Yep. So for you, I guess kind of your thoughts and your experience, like what do you feel like is kind of the biggest, um, uh, the biggest thing that fights that you're having to fight against, you know? Yeah. With, so I can answer this from personal seven. experience because like everybody else in the world, I'm busy. Yeah. Um, but you're like legit busy. I have like two jobs. <laughs> hey, and, you know. yeah. um, so if anybody's listening to this, they're not familiar with me or, if, you know, kind of my story. Um, I do, I'm lead pastor of DCC here. Uh, and I also run my family's uh, meat company and um, just generally over everything that happens on the day to day and on the hierarchy of stuff. It's a small register, business. Register sausage. Had some for Christmas. It was great. Oh, and you had a wonderful Instagram post, man. We appreciate that. Yeah, man. Of course. Um, gotcha. So for the last, since I can remember, not since forever, but last several years, my, I legit work six days a week. I don't yeah. have a, I don't have a Monday through Friday. I have a Sunday through Friday and Saturday is the only day. So what we actually had to do is in realizing that I had to be really intentional and protective of my one day that I had, that was the only day I wasn't working. And here's what I found. 
it's really difficult to do because what we actually end up doing when we say, okay, I'm going to take a day and I'm going to rest means I'm going to take a day and work, but instead of working for my company, instead of working for the church, instead of working for the nonprofit, mm-hmm. I'm just going to do everything that's work at the house because housework has to get done at some point. And I think that's really what happens is in the day-to-day of Monday through Friday, right? You've got jobs, you've got responsibilities. <laughs> well, at some point you've got to go buy groceries. At some day, at some point, maybe you meal prep. At some point you've got to clean. At some point you've got to do laundry. At some point you've got to do yard work. At some mm-hmm. point, all of this stuff has to happen. And the fear is if I don't take a day to do all that stuff or a weekend to do all that, then when is it going to get done? And in fact, it's probably not going to get done. So for me, from my experience, that's the biggest enemy is not taking a day where you're not actually working at your job. Most often it's taking a day that you're not actually working at your job, but you're also definitely not resting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What about you? Um, Cause those things still need to happen. Yeah. Right? And they oh, still yeah. Got, you still got to figure out, you know, Oh, in these other six days, I still got to figure out how I'm going to do that. Yep. Um, uh, for me, I think, um, uh, probably the biggest thing is, um, or it, I think it changes season to season. It's, it's great now having, uh, us not currently having a Sunday night service. You mm-hmm. know, so really, um, having a, you know, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening where we can really dedicate some family time together, mm-hmm. um, where we're, where there's a little, uh, there's less, uh, you know, how something needs to get done and chores that need to happen and blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. also we're like, our family's pretty, if you guys know my wife, she doesn't really stop. <laughs> and <laughs> yep. so we're pretty like Very active. Productive. And so like our, our rest isn't, um, necessarily like lounging around, mm-hmm. but as our, as our friend, John Parker says, it's the Sabbath, not the slobbeth. Um, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times that's been used in our household. Since said that. <laughs> and so like a lot of our, our Sabbath, you know, consists of going to the park and, mm-hmm. you know, walk around the neighborhood and, you know, riding bikes, things like that. So, right. um, it's really, uh, enjoying the fruits of our labor, you know, yep. like enjoying our family, enjoying the, you know, the, uh, and, and not being distracted. I think the, pr- the biggest thing I fight against mm-hmm. is constantly wanting to work, you yep. know, like things pop in your head. Oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to respond Shoot to this a quick person. email or this yeah, thing. let me Somebody send this real quick, or, you know? Yep. And, um, and even if I want to just like write it down real quick, you know, that mm-hmm. still is, that's, it's mentally I'm, I'm checking out get, from where I'm at, yep, you know, you get amped back right into work mode. Really yeah. Quick. And so, uh, it's, that's kind of the battle, you know, yeah. I'm not perfect at it, but I, I do my best of just trying to be more present when I'm, when I'm with my family. Yeah. And I think going along with that, the, the, cause the next question, right. Is, so how do you then fight against that? Because again, everything needs to get done. Things need to happen. And, and here's what I found out. Um, it was really smart on God, smart on God's part, you know, big surprise to <laughs> calendar it. Um, because yeah. if that is a calendar priority, then we naturally will find um, time to do other time, find time to do the other things at other times. Hmm. Um, What happens is, is if I don't calendar and say, okay, I'm just going to be really productive and get other stuff done, then I am going to um, inevitably stuff's going to fill that time, right? We are always busy. If you think about for anybody who played sports in high school, you know, played uh, football my senior year in high school and every day from, uh, gosh, 2.30 to 6, we would practice. In the week after the season ended, I would get out of class, and I'd say, oh, my gosh, I have so much time. 
two weeks after the season ended, I would get done and say, oh my gosh, how did I ever have time to practice? Because that was a placeholder. You know, things just naturally take up space. If I don't have a placeholder in that, then it'll naturally get busy. But if I prioritize that, if I say, look, of everything that happens in my week, this is the most important time to guard. We'll figure out a way to grocery shop. We'll figure yeah. out when to do the laundry. We'll figure out what time to do all the errands and all the responsibilities that need to happen. And I would also say this, it doesn't have to be a, a day in terms of a normal day, um, Saturday, for instance. For sure. It, yeah. it, it can be, um, maybe, maybe for you, the, the best way to do it is it starts on Saturday at noon. Mm-hmm. And it ends Sunday at noon, you mm-hmm. know, so you take Saturday morning, you get up, you do a bunch of stuff, you know, you run errands, do chores, do all the things you need to do. But you say, hey, by noon on Saturday, we're cutting it off and we're going to spend the next 24 hours just as a family relaxing, resting or, you know, kind of doing whatever it is that yeah. your home life looks like. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah. So that's our encouragement to everybody is um, as as a lot of us are in this season of um, you know, kind of a break either from school or from work, uh, spending more time with family. Um, maybe you guys do feel more rested right now, um, as you are kind of having some time, um, man, let's, let's figure out how we can make that part of our, our weekly routine, Mm -hmm. you know, um, as the Lord kind of commands us to. Yeah. And the last thing I'd say is this, is that, um, number one calendar it and number two, um, you don't want to be legalistic about how you set parameters around yeah. it. At the same time, you don't want to be too willy nilly about it either. Cause it's easy to justify yep. because Fine we're just saying so there, yep, sure. there is. So here's for me, and this is, this is not for everybody. This is just for me, how we define that. Um, on the Sabbath, don't do anything that makes you money or feels like work. Hmm. Don't do anything that makes you money or does something for an organization or a company or anything like that, that actually, that would make you money yeah. and don't do anything that feels like work. Feels like work is really important because that's totally subjective to the person. Definitely. I love to cook. Lindsay does not share my affinity for cooking. <laughs> for me on the Sabbath, if I'm going to sit there, I can, I can spend an hour and a half in the kitchen making dinner or, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll make pancakes and I'll make eggs and I'll make like just way elaborate breakfast for our, you know, four person family, two of which <laughs> are under, you know, four years old. Yeah. Um, but for me, I love that. And so I will cook and do that. Uh, again, for Lindsay, that would feel like work. So she probably shouldn't do that. So for us, that's how we have created a boundary that gives us the leniency and the ability to, um, take rest and at the same time, not just justify everything. So calendar it. Uh, and again, for us, the, that's the rule. Doesn't make money. Doesn't feel like work. Yeah. That's perfect. I love it. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, cool. Well, you guys have a great break. And um, again, uh, we are back to our normal schedule on January 6th, which is 8 30, 10, and 11 30. Uh, we are starting a new series we're very excited about. Um, I'll go ahead and throw We didn't talk about that, so I'm going to throw it out there. A series on stewardship. Yes. Um, that's going to be happening. So uh, you guys make plans to be here. Uh, starting January 6th. We've got a really exciting spring coming up. Uh, looking forward to that. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your break. We can't wait to see you back. Hey, get rested up. Fantastic things happening in 2019. Love you guys. Peace. Peace.